And this is The Real Model Talk, where I bring the mentors to you. In every episode, I will feature an exclusive and honest interview from a pro in the industry. Together, we will explore every aspect of modeling from the ground up. Today, we will have the pleasure of speaking with my friend, co-worker, and boss, Christine McGinnis. She is the amazing owner of Bella Modeling School in McKinney, Texas, and she has some major insight on education and confidence to share with us. So, Christine, if you would go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in modeling. Sure. Well, first of all, Kayla, thank you so much for having me on. Very excited to be here. Um, so excited about what you're doing and sharing some real talk about, you know, all the different aspects and areas of the industry. My story where I got started, it's very interesting. I've always been interested in modeling. I was always from a young, young age, I think like many girls interested in photos of myself um, growing up, you know, where technology was continuously advancing throughout grade school and high school where we can all of a sudden take these pictures much easier and faster. Um, and just was always interested in that, but I always struggled with some confidence and, um, you know, self-acceptance and loving my body and the area that I grew up in. It was very, very popular to be, you know, the size zero and sick thin. And that just is never how my body has been specifically today. You know, as you know, I'm a curves model. And that just wasn't popular where I grew up. And it wasn't anything that you saw anywhere in the industry at that time, for sure. So that's something I always struggled with. And I always thought that it was such a fantasy to think about modeling or anything close to that. And it seemed Mm -hmm. like something that was out of reach, but something that was interested in. And then just as I went through life, a number of different things happened. And I I wasn't in the modeling industry necessarily. In college, I had some opportunities, which I didn't realize at the time was atmosphere modeling, but I was given some opportunities at that time to, you know, paid appearances at certain clubs to hang out there and just create more of that atmosphere and make sure everyone is having a good time. So that was my first introduction to the modeling world, which I didn't even realize was my introduction to it. And then as I started to, um, after college, continue or build a career in the world of finance, one thing led to another where I realized I was put in a situation where I had lost a lot of my confidence and a lot of my belief in myself. And after some big life events that happened, I looked in the mirror and I realized that I am beautiful. And the hardest part about that realization was that I had somewhere along the line lost that belief that I was beautiful and that I was, you know, worthy and good enough for things and to go after some dreams of mine. And so at that point, I decided to find a modeling school and just give it a try and really just learn more about it and just let it, I was at a point where it didn't hurt to try anything. So let me just try it. It was okay if I was going to fail. I wasn't, I didn't have a huge expectation going into it, 
I just said, you know what? I just need to give myself a chance. And so I enrolled in a modeling program at the original Bella Modeling School in Dallas. And it was just so incredibly eye-opening to see all the different areas of the industry, to see where I could fit into the industry just the way I was and how I could be a valuable asset and how I could be successful. And then it was just like you mentioned, I'm so big on the confidence building. It was such a big confidence builder. And I saw not only a huge transformation in myself, but I saw this huge transformation in these younger girls that were also going through the program. And I just thought, wow, what an impact that could have on a girl when she's in high school or middle school or, you know, even later in life like myself. But what what life changing impact that can have And these girls are going to go on to have this confidence in their life at such an early age. And they are going to accomplish such amazing things because of it, whether in the modeling industry or not. And that's just what really changed my focus and passion. And I've left the financial industry and I have dove headfirst into this industry to build up models and build up young girls' confidence and just, you know, hoping to have an impact on what they can do with their future. That's so awesome. I That's so crazy. I didn't, I mean, I guess I knew that you got started in modeling and you left um, the corporate America, but I just didn't know the full story. So that's very awesome to hear. I love that. I have so many questions now after you've settled that. Firstly, what is one thing that you looked for in a modeling school when you were looking for one? The number one thing that I was looking for, and so, and and I'll share, you know, I literally decided I was going to do this and I just opened my laptop immediately and just Googled. So first I was just looking for, okay, what's even in the area that's available to me? That was my first step. And then once I saw the different options in my area, the number one thing that was important to me in researching these options were the reviews because there is such a bad stereotype in the modeling industry. And unfortunately, it's been created because there's so many companies and people that have tried to take advantage of aspiring models or just young girls or in their families in particular with false promises or, you know, charging a lot of money, but then not really giving them the value that they're looking for or the actual career help to move them forward. And just getting taken advantage of ultimately is such a big stigma in the modeling industry. And so I knew I needed to make sure I was looking at reviews from actual customers and seeing, you know, what their experience was like and how they were rating it and just doing the research in that area. Because I had just heard, even though, you know, my parents knew it was something that I really loved taking pictures and one day potentially wanting to be a model. It didn't go anywhere, but I do remember at a young age being told, you know, a lot of those are uh, schools are scams or there's a lot of people trying to rip you off in that area and they are going to promise you to be that you can be famous, but ultimately it's not going to go anywhere and they just take your money. So I just remember from a young age learning about that and hearing about that. So the number one thing I was looking for, like I said, were reviews on my options that I had in the local area um, to see, you know, what was going to be the best experience based off of what people say that have actually been there. That's definitely a very good point. Reviews always speak loud. And I think, honestly, I started following you after I met you 
and knew that you were going to the school and just seeing your posts and continuing to watch your progress and your growth was very motivating to me to then, you know, join the school and go there as well. Cause I was like, well, you know, she went to the school, she's doing it. So that means if I go to the school, I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just seeing someone else that you can somewhat relate to going through it and seeing that they're getting something out of it, I think is so important and helpful um, to be able to see like, oh, okay, there's actually value being provided here. Yes. Yes. I think that's one thing I really like about Bella is the community that um, y'all have created because so many people are always posting about Bella and whether they're still there or not, they're still tagging Bella in their posts and showing appreciation to that. So people can see that y'all are doing your job and helping people achieve their dreams and their goals. Yes. And, and so now I'm not sure how exactly I wrapped up my story, but just to be clear to everyone. So yes, I did attend Bella modeling school to set off my modeling journey And then later on in life when I decided, hey, I want to be part of this movement to um, help all these young girls, also boys, and their confidence building and helping them see, really learn about the modeling industry to see if that's where they want to be in life and really helping them. Um, I opened up the second location in McKinney. So just to make that connection of, yes, I attended Bella Modeling School, but now I also own and operate the McKinney location as well. Yes. Yes. That's something I wanted to ask you as well is what was that click where you just knew and you were like, I want to do this. I want to open a modeling school and help these kids build their confidence. And yeah. So interesting enough, I think it's so cool in life when some things happen and it's ultimately a a really large chain reaction or a snowball effect or something that in hindsight we can piece back together. I always find that very interesting. And so, and that's something that I like to think of in the middle of a moment where, you know, it could be a challenge. It could be a decision to make where you just feel unsure or you don't know where it's leading. I love to remind myself one day I'll look back and in hindsight, it will make such perfect sense of where this is leading to. Uh, And that's exactly what sort of it felt like in the moment. So as I shared, I was previously in the um, in financial service industry and I was working for a really large corporation and I I was liking what I was doing. I really liked the people I worked with, which was a big part of it, I think. But I got to this moment, and this is even right before I really got into the modeling industry. I had this moment where I said, you know, I don't think I'm making a difference in someone's life. I don't think anyone is sleeping better at night because of me. I don't think I'm impacting people directly. The only thing that I was doing was helping this really large financial company, helping benefit the company, but I didn't really see it benefiting people. And to be clear, I didn't work with any um, customers face-to-face. I had nothing to do with customer interaction. So I didn't even feel like I was helping any customers with the business. I was um, in a very internal process for the business. And so even though I was working towards a greater initiative, it was just to make the business profitable and to help the business. And I was like, no one's really benefiting from me on a deeper level. And I felt this purpose within me that I had to help people and I wanted to be impacting people to the point where 
you know, they were sleeping better at night, even if it was one person because of me. I felt like that was really important to me and I wasn't getting that. So I didn't feel fulfilled because I was not getting that. And so I actually thought moving into a different area of the business I was currently at would bring that. And so I first, when I discovered this, I started to pursue a different position in the company that I thought was going to solve exactly what I was looking for. And I pursued it and I I got it and it didn't solve that gap, that thing that I needed, that fulfillment of helping people. And this is around that time is when I had started my Bella modeling journey. And I didn't make the connection right away, but I saw what an impact it was having on the other modeling students and these young girls. Like I said, I saw huge leaps and bounds in their confidence and how they presented themselves. And I didn't make the connection until much later after finishing the program that that's the kind of impact I want to have. And it sort of led to, oh, that's the kind of impact I want to have. But I still, even at that moment, didn't know how to do it. It didn't hit me that, oh, well, I'll just open a location. You know, (laughs) it didn't just, it didn't just come to me. I just said, I just want to have that kind of impact. And I still didn't know how. And I just had a really great, I believe in divine intervention. And I believe that I had a really, you know, God put a bunch of events in my life one after another, where it snowballed to the point of, I became good friends with Estella Treviso, the CEO and founder of Bella Modeling School. And one thing led to another where it was the right opportunity. She was looking to begin expanding to multiple locations. And I happened to be right place, right time to take advantage of that and say, hey, this is something I'm so strongly interested in. I love the impact it's going to have directly on all these students I want to do this. It's a huge passion of mine and I want to go all in. And it led to, you know, answering. It was awesome because it led to her goal of starting to expand the business with more locations. And it led to me being able to open my own and finally feeling fulfilled. Like I was having an impact on someone like I had been looking for. Yes, that's awesome. What was it like leaving, you know, corporate America and having a secure job to, you know, going to the pretty much like the freelance artist, creative industry and owning your own business. Was that kind of scary or did you feel pretty confident in it? So it's extremely scary to think about that when I wasn't sure I had this time. It wasn't just like one day I woke up and said, well, this is what I'm going to do now. Um, There was a good amount of time of thinking about what am I going to do? I felt I was being pulled in the direction to leave the corporate job that I had. Again, even before I knew the answer to, oh, I'm going to open a location at Bella Modeling School. I didn't know that yet, but God was telling me, I'm putting it on my heart to leave the corporate world. And it was so scary. It was so, so scary because I was just, I just remember thinking, I know I'm supposed to leave. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how I'm going to make money. I don't know what the next step is going to be. And, you know, I prayed and prayed on it. And one day this calm just came over me out of nowhere. Uh, A complete calm where before I was so feeling anxious and scared and not sure what was going to happen. And leaving all that stability is a very scary thing to do. It's a huge change. 
But one day I just had this calm wash over me that said, just take the step, just take, you know, whatever you want to call it, take the jump, take that leap of faith and everything is going to be fine. And it's all going to work out. And that calm really did come over me. And that's when I knew this is a hundred percent going to be the right decision. And I actually took that jump of, I need to leave this corporate job before I knew about the opportunity to open the modeling school. So I took the jump in my heart thinking, well, I'm just going to continue the modeling I'm doing myself. I'm going to increase the modeling I'm doing and I will find side jobs or I will find other things to do that will just help me get by and it's going to work out. And so I took that jump and in leaving all of that, it was only a few weeks after that decision that the conversation came up about me opening a location. So Mm -hmm. I really, really feel like it was a leap of faith that I needed to take to show that I was going to trust whatever was going to come to me. And then this opportunity just came to me so quickly and unexpectedly, but it was exactly at the same time, it was exactly what I was looking for. Yes, that's so exciting. It was really incredible. <laughs> it's crazy how things work out. And like you were saying at the beginning, how you can look back and pinpoint like each moment of, you know, leading up to the last moment, which is never even the last moment because that's just another moment leading up to another moment. Exactly. But that's one thing I really love about the modeling industry is how many doors it opens to you because you know of course when you started and went into it you never thought you were going to end up opening up a modeling school and that's the thing about it is you never just end up being just a model you end up being so many more things because because I don't even know why but that's just how the industry is I feel I completely agree. I think that piece, a piece of it is that, you know, modeling, there's certain levels to it and you don't start off being booked every single day of the week. <laughs> you know that yeah. um, it's a journey mm-hmm. and it's something that you start, uh, you know, maybe on the side or depending where you are in life while you're in school and you start to build it up. And even if modeling is the full-time thing, you still sort of have the side jobs going on because it's from the get-go. And maybe, you know, who, who am I to say? There, there may be someone out there that's had just explosive, you know, success out of the beginning. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. most models are starting off a little bit slower. And so we have this time to fill with other things, whether that's a creative avenue. I know that you... Um, tend to go down a lot of different creative avenues with your space and you can come up with things that, you know, relate to the modeling industry, but are different sides of it or different pieces of it to do side jobs or to fill your time with or to have creative projects and outlets. Or some people, you know, we're all doing so many different things. One, to make money to pay the bills, but two, to fill our time and to express ourselves in different creative ways. I think there's a huge side, you know, a huge piece of modeling is the creativity aspect. And I tend to find that if someone has that um, creative side to them, they don't just want to use it in one area. They tend to use it in multiple different areas. And I think it's just the nature of the industry lends to us doing multiple things at once or 
you know, going in, in a couple different directions at the same time, if you will, or, you know, just, there's always something beyond just modeling, if you will. Yes, definitely. Which brings me to ask you about your confidence consulting project that you're in the works of. If you can tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. So I'm very excited. Something that I've noticed in the students at Bella Modeling School, we have confidence workshops every month, just about. And that's something that is included in their you know, educational program. And there is an underlying piece of confidence throughout foundation, if you will, throughout the entire curriculum. But then we take certain days of the month just to focus on confidence solely. So we really start to dive into things like how we're thinking, how we're perceiving situations, what we're telling ourselves and the subconscious mind. Even Um, we go through different tools like meditation and self-affirmations. And we do that as a group. It's a group setting for all the students. But I really realized in that space, a lot of the students really love those days. And we get into topics that aren't necessarily related directly to modeling. And I've just had a lot of students express a lot of interest in digging into that deeper separately. So I'm super excited to announce that I am starting a, it is somewhat, it's a coaching business. So it's called Level Up. And it is, I like to call it mindset coaching. Some people would call that life coaching. And these would be, it's going to be individual coaching sessions one-on-one with anyone that's looking to increase their confidence, increase their positive mindset. So we'll dive deeply and make it a personalized session based on what that person is either struggling with or wanting to develop further or wanting to focus on. But it'll span any topics in life that have to do... I mean, everything's related to your mindset, really. So any topic that someone needs to talk about and how to have a positive mindset about it, how to get through challenges and struggles and fears, a lot of confidence, self-acceptance, self-love, focus. Also getting into... I love digging into some of the science behind the subconscious mind Um, We love to get into manifesting and how we can manifest and create our best lives. And so I've started this spinoff business because it really, it's just focused on the confidence and the mindset of the individual person on a one-on-one basis. And we don't tie it into the modeling industry at all, but obviously this is going to help you flourish in every area of your life, whether you're in the modeling industry or doing something completely different, it doesn't matter but I've just seen this really large interest from the students at Bella Modeling to dig into that deeper, but in personal ways for what, what they want to be focusing on. And so that's called Level Up. The website is almost ready. It's called readytolevelup.com. So that is a place where you can find more information if you're interested. We do sell the sessions on individual, just one session at a time, because we want it to be flexible for people to come to sign up whenever they need to talk about something. So they're not committing to 
once a week or once a month. There's no commitment. It's just, hey, do you need to talk to me three times this week or do you need to talk to me once this six months? You know, yeah. whatever they need. I love that. I like the um, the flexibility with that. That's very awesome. But I'm so excited for you and I cannot wait till you get started. I'm going to definitely be buying me a class. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> question. Yes, I'm very excited for that. So you said readytolevelup.com. Yes. Awesome. So we will put that in the show notes as well. And what are some, you know, maybe a few little things you can share with us about confidence that you've learned in the past few years? So one of my favorite things I've learned about confidence, and this is actually uh, was taught to me by a mentor of mine. And she says, you know, because confidence is something that we really you get confidence over time from doing something and usually doing something well, or at least you think you're doing it well or you're executing it. And you get confidence over time from doing that, probably on a repeated basis. And it's really, really easy to throw around the word confidence and just say, oh, well, just be confident or just feel, be confident in yourself. When we're going into a really scary or challenging situation, we'll often just tell each other, we'll just be confident. Well, the one thing to remember when you don't have those experiences to draw on that would, that would have built your confidence in that area, instead of saying, oh, well, I need to be confident. How come I'm not being confident? Before we need confidence, we actually only need courage. And when you start to think of it that way, it's easy to develop confidence because if you just have the courage to step into a scary situation or a new situation or face a challenge, whatever it is, have the courage to do it. And once you have the courage, you will start to easily develop the confidence. And so that's one of my favorite things that I've learned for sure in the confidence space And another thing that I just love to always talk about is the subconscious mind. And there, I mean, there's so many, so many books written on that and you could dive into that for hours and there's so much information behind it. But I do love knowing that, you know, there is scientific evidence behind how our subconscious mind affects us and that it does exist. And to learn to be aware of not just what you're ingesting on a daily basis consciously, but what are we taking in subconsciously? And that could be anything from the music you're listening to, to the TV that you're watching, to what you're looking through when you're scrolling on social media, to what you're hearing coworkers or classmates say at the office or you know at school. There's so much that we are absorbing all the time and we cannot consciously process all of it because there's so much, but we're still ingesting all of that. And just being aware of how that affects us on a deeper subconscious level and how that's going to be returned to us in how we end up creating our lives based on things that we've taken in that we may not even realize we've taken in. What are some things you do to better your subconscious mind, if that's how you would call it? Is that that it? Bettering your subconscious mind? I'm not sure I would say bettering, more of just, I think the first step that everyone should just try to take as soon as possible is awareness. So just being aware of the situations we're putting ourselves in and what we're surrounding ourselves with. And then if you think that any of that is negative and maybe negatively impacting you on a subconscious level, removing yourself from that situation. 
So some of that could be the music we're listening to. Um, you know, I love a good top 40 song on the radio. Um, I'm not saying don't listen to something ever again that has potentially a negative uh, lyrics or a negative story in it. But just being really mindful of how much you're listening to that, how much of that music you listen to, even if it has a really catchy beat, you know, what is it really, really saying? Because even though you're not actively listening to the song necessarily all the time, you're st- it's still going into your subconscious mind um, and is sitting there. And so just being aware of how often you're listening to certain kinds of lyrics, what time of day you're listening to them as well. Are you falling asleep to them? Because that could have a greater impact than when you're awake in the middle of the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, again, I could dive into this issue for so long. It's so expansive and deep and I love reading about it. Um, And that's where Level Up sparked from that that we can get into so much of this for so long and that would benefit a lot of people. And some people want to dig into that deeper, you know, but it helps us all at least to take the first step of just try to be aware, be aware of your surroundings at all times and what's going on at all times and what you're absorbing and just starting to think about like, is it impacting you positively or negatively? Because I don't really believe that there's a neutral there. Everything's going to be, you know, pointing one direction or the other that, that we're ingesting. Oh yeah. For songs, it's funny you say that. I pro tip, I like to um, if I don't like the lyrics, because like you said, a lot of them are very can be negative nowadays <laughs> or just any time. And so if I like the beat, I'll look up on YouTube the song beat only. So so then I can listen to that beat, but I don't have to listen to the lyrics. Or I'll just listen. I love that. <laughs> yes. Or I'll listen to the Spanish radio because I don't know what they're saying, but I love the beat. So I can still have my music, but I don't have to like be in a negative mindset. <laughs> that's a great tip. I love that. Um, and that's exactly it, that you can still enjoy that beat and that music uh, without taking any of the negative side effects. That's awesome. Because it's like, if you really think about it, like, if you took the song and just had the lyrics, you probably wouldn't like just the lyrics without the beat, you know? So sometimes you can just do without the lyrics and not be telling yourself those things that they're saying. Yeah, absolutely. So what's one book to just kind of wrap this up? I have two questions for you. What is one book that you would recommend to specifically anybody getting started in the modeling industry? What's the first book that comes to your mind? The first book that comes to mind is Lessons um, by Giselle. So, of course, and I'll explain if there's any very young, new models or aspiring models in the audience. Giselle is one of the most famous models of all time. She was a Victoria's Secret angel for a very long time, as well as, you know, walking for the top designers of the world. And she wrote a book called Lessons. And what I love about that book, one, it gives you just insight to her and her life in general. So it's not the, it's not 100% focused on her modeling career and her model life, but it gives you really great perspective on how she was just like a, she was just a normal teenage girl before she got into modeling. So it's really relatable. It gives people a lot of hope and inspiration. She also her nickname in the modeling industry was the body because she had a different body than what was popular at the time. Um, And so it does give a lot of, you know, inspiration and hope in that area, 
But also what I love about what she includes in the book, she talks about the real, real life of being a supermodel. So she, you know, she talks about the work that led up to supermodel and how you have to do, there's work to do before that. And then she really dives into what it was like. She was living in a model house. She was doing fittings until after midnight and then had to be at places at 5, 6 a.m. to work all day long. And it's not all glitz and glamour. It's not all the Kardashian life of millions of dollars and getting to do whatever you want to do. It's a lot, a lot of work. She talks about some dark times that she had during it, the pressures and the reality of what it really, really was like for her throughout her journey. And I love that she shares those real details because, you know, we're so enthralled with Instagram life nowadays and these fake illusions of how all these people are living and only seeing their highlight reels of life. And so few of people are showing the real struggle and work behind what it took to get there. And I just love that she's so raw in this book and shares all those details and She's not, and not to say that being a supermodel and a superstar is a bad thing at all. Those are great aspirations and wonderful accomplishments. And, you know, she's living a very beautiful life now. But I just love that she shares, you know, the real work that went into it and everything behind the scenes that you don't always hear about. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was actually just listening to a video the other day and they were saying how part of the job of modeling is making it look fabulous and, you know, all this glam and stuff like that. So I just thought that was funny because that is what you see, like you said, and obviously that's not always what it is. Yeah. And I love when, you know, every once in a while it'll come up that I have a, you know, Oh, I own a modeling school or, or just the topic of modeling school will come up And every once in a while, someone will react and say, well, you know, what is there really to learn? And I think that's because you're right. It is the model's job to make it look very effortless and glamorous. And of course, we all see the final products of the modeling Mm -hmm. world, which are, you know, the best picture from that day edited and presented with, you know, whatever other marketing tools or we're seeing the very, very best of the work. And that's what people are seeing all the time. And they don't understand that there's so much that goes into that. And just from the model perspective alone, the model's job, there's so, I mean, you know, from your training and experience, there's so many little details about everything, about angles and body and hand placement and posing. And there's so much that goes into it and so many little details, but you know, the public gets to look at it and think it looks effortless or just, you know, easily beautiful because they're only seeing obviously the best of the best. That makes me think another thing I heard is that, you know, modeling is a business and when you're the model, you're the business. So, you know, you're not just standing there taking pictures. You're also reading and signing contracts and setting up these things and booking them, or if you have an agency, keeping up with them and turning in what they need when they need it and all those different things. So there's a lot more than just getting up and, you know, getting your makeup done and your hair done and getting in front of the camera. There's a lot of business side of it that people have to take care of as well. Absolutely. Um, You're absolutely correct that, you know, it's not just posing in front of the camera is actually just a piece of it is a piece of the business. And yeah, there's 
all these other things that go into it um, as well. That's right. But still definitely very rewarding in the end when it comes down to it. It's definitely worth all the work that's put into it. So for my last question, I wanted to ask you if you could give one tip and one tip only to someone starting in the modeling industry, what would it be? My one tip would be to love yourself and accept yourself, be true to yourself um, and find where you're going to shine in the industry as yourself. So a lot of times I think it's very natural for young girls or young men to say, oh, I want to model. I need to lose you know, 20 pounds, I need to be taller, (laughs) um, or I need to do this and that, and I need to change my look. Now, there's nothing wrong with having goals of being healthy and being fit. And if someone wants to lose 20 pounds, because they want to feel better, and, you know, that's a safe weight for them to be at. That's great. It's great to have goals to improve yourself, as long as you love yourself along the way, and accept, you know, who you really are. And I think people have success when they truly embrace themselves and they find where they're going to fit as themselves in the industry and not try to change themselves to fit this standard they see of a certain supermodel on a magazine. Especially nowadays, you see so much changing in the industry. It's expanding. People are breaking those glass ceilings you know, you have Ashley Graham, who's really opened up the world of the plus size modeling or the curves model. You have models that are opening it up in so many different areas, disabled models, you know, transgender, you have all these different things happening in the industry. This is the time to shine as you who you are and embrace that and make your own name for yourself. You don't want to, don't try to look like you know, Kendall Jenner or Bella Hadid. Um, Don't try to look like them. Try to look like you and do you the best that you can do. Yes. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and just close it off right there because that's why we are here and you couldn't have said it any better. Thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing all the great, amazing things you do in the future. Before I close off too, will you let us know where we can find you on the gram? Yes. And thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this and I love everything you're doing as well, Kayla. Thank you. Well, you can find my personal Instagram is C underscore underscore MCG. You can also look up Bella Modeling School at Bella Modeling School. We have two locations, Dallas and McKinney. So if you're an aspiring model listening to this and you need some training, portfolio building or advanced lessons to get your career to the next level, we're here to help you out. You can also go to www.bellamodelingschool.com. And uh, yeah, that's all the ways that you could find us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Real Model Talk. If you enjoyed the show, do not forget to subscribe to stay tuned for upcoming episodes.